When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Berwick BMW, Rotoflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. The run home. Uh, it was a huge morning of NFL action. I thought we were going to hear from my man Smoke and Joe Burrow, Joe Snow. Uh, but it was a huge morning, uh, Adam Kearney. Huge weekend, in fact, yesterday and today uh, of NFL action. It was the Bengals getting past the Buffalo Bills in the snow. And then we saw a, a bit of a dour contest. But in the end, the San Francisco 49ers remain perfect under the reign of Brock Purdy. They got past the Dallas Cowboys. We saw a couple of games yesterday which involved Philly getting over the Giants and Kansas City getting past their opponents in the Jags. Steve Salisbury watched it all. He knows all about it and has joined us to talk about it. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon, boys. It was uh, a good weekend of football, I felt. Uh, we had two close games and then two kind of blowouts. And if you watch yesterday um, in the morning, Kansas City beating Jacksonville, I didn't think that was much of a surprise. But what I did find surprising was that Mahomes got a high ankle sprain, which is a um, – God, it's like the Achilles heel to um, – Offensive players now, when you get wrapped, when a, a defender wraps up on you from behind, and I mean, it's something that could happen in AFL as well, and they just sort of put their weight into the back of you. This is happening all the time. So for him to come back and play at the end of that game, um, I thought was pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a very good chance he's going to play next week against Cincinnati as well. We had the X-ray straight off the field. X-ray came back clear and was able to play out the game, Steve. How do you think he looked in terms of... Uh, being 100% fit. And do you think there could be an issue going forward? I did not think he was 100% fit. I'm clearly, I mean, you guys have played uh, at a high level. So you know that when you suffer an injury, you're not 100%, but pretty much zero people on the field are at 100% at this point of the season. So Mm -hmm. he's gritty and he's tough and he finds a way to get it done. He is the, uh, uh, he's the quintessential point guard quarterback in that he distributes the ball in the most unorthodox ways, yet it always seems to get to the guy it's supposed to go to. He's, I'll tell you what, Mahomes is the scariest quarterback in the league, in my mind, and, and um, I'm scared to death that, that my team will have to eventually play against him again. He's, um, he's phenomenal, but I, I think there's very little doubt he will be on the field at the start of next Sunday's game. Well, he is a, a very scary proposition, Steve, but I want to uh, introduce you to a man who's equally as scary. He's got a new nickname of Joe Snow. Uh, his man, his name is Joe Burrow. This is uh, him speaking uh, after his team got the dub in Buffalo. Have a listen to Joe Burrow, then we'll get your thoughts on Joe Snow. We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. (laughs) You better send those refunds, Steve. Uh, The whole league was talking about a Kansas City-Buffalo neutral site uh, venue, uh, but... 
They forgot about Joe Burrow and the Bengals, which they shouldn't have because this same team made the Super Bowl last year. So we should have seen this coming. Well, I, I want to say to you guys that I tipped Cincinnati uh, in that game. And, and the very reason I did that was or two reasons. Uh, I don't think Buffalo is that good. I don't think they execute the way they should. They're completely talented, but they just can't seem to put it together. But Joe Burrow is like the modern day Joe Montana. The guy, I don't think his heart rate ever gets above like say 72 when he's on the field. He is as cool and as composed as any quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, and you're right, man, the dude, the guy is special. And um, yeah, I, I, I actually, I kind of think they're going back. I kind of think Joe Burrow's going back to the Super Bowl this year. He just, no situation is too big for him. He does what he needs to do when he needs to do it. Um, he's completely composed. He's a leader. Um, I, what can you say about him? The guy is absolutely fabulous. And uh, they were. They were. The league had anointed the Buffalo Bills like th- this year. They were going to win the Super Bowl this year. And if you looked at him, I mean, Josh Allen has regressed since Brian Dayball left. He's not the same quarterback he was last year. And I think, you know, Brian Dable was the OC, the offensive coordinator that was kind of tutoring him for the last few years. And so when he got to his meteoric rise and was playing his best football, he had Brian Dable working with him every day. And Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator that's running Buffalo now, is not the same guy. And then their coach is a defensive coach. So they're going to have to do some, some soul searching there in Buffalo. And they're going to have to make some moves because, you know, the window, as you guys know, uh, for championships is, is not – it, it closes quickly, and, and Buffalo has now had two straight years where they were thought to be the most talented team in the NFL and worthy of getting to uh, the Super Bowl, and they have not gotten themselves to even an AFC Championship game. So, so I was talking to searching. I was talking to Josh about this on air. I wanted his top three or four quarterbacks. He rated Josh Allen number two in the league, back to back to back, disappointing playoffs from him. Do we? And you said that the coaching um, has changed over the last couple of years. So, well, and I don't watch a lot of the American game, but I watch it. I thought it was uh, boring, and Josh Allen didn't stand out. So, um, is that a fair assessment on? Is it over team or, or just him being disappointing personally? Because obviously, a lot of the game is won and lost with the quarterback. Well, I think t- okay. If you take today, for instance. Um I just think Cincinnati took the punch to them. So Cincinnati dominated the, the, the line of scrimmage on both sides. And from the very beginning of the game, they were dictating the tempo offensively and defensively, which is, I mean, that's where the game is won and lost. It's won in the trenches. Um, as far as, like, so Allen, I think Allen did what he could have done today. But I just think in terms of, like, resourcefulness, and, and sometimes he tries to do too much because he's extremely talented. And coming out of college, not a lot of people thought he, he completed – fewer than 60% of his passes. I think he was like a 55, Josh, you may remember. He's like 55% completion percentage. Mm. And, and typically you want a quarterback in college to be around two thirds, so 65, 68, 70%. And then that translates into the NFL, but guys who complete fewer than say 60% or less than 60% of their passes typically don't translate to the NFL. So I, I just, it's going to be interesting. I, I think, He's, uh, I would say he may be the most talented. He's right up there with, um, uh, with Justin Herbert and um, with, uh, with Patrick Mahomes and with Joe Burrow. So he's amongst the most talented quarterbacks in the league. But, you know, there's a difference. You guys have seen this in the AFL. There are guys who are talented but just can't make it happen. So uh, a lot of that could be coaching. 
Uh, I'm not close enough to the Bills to know exactly what's going on, but when I watch him, he's a different player. And it may be that he's pressing too much, he's putting too much um, pressure on himself. You know, when you're the quarterback, uh, you make the most money typically, you're the face of the franchise. He's supposed to be a great human being, a good guy, a hard worker, um, but th- they are going to have to, in this offseason, address a few things if they do think that they're going to get to a Super Bowl. Indeed. Uh, they've got to do some things differently to get over the hump, no doubt about it. What about uh, the Niners and the Cowboys? Of course, it was a gritty game. It was a little dour, but in the end, winning's all that matters. you just got to survive in advance, and that's what San Francisco did. And perfect Purdy, he remains perfect as the starting quarterback. Mr. Irrelevant, no more. No, nah, you know what? I've been a 49er fan for four, over 40 years, and um, this is our third-string quarterback, and he's a rookie. And he has been, and I've watched every game of theirs very closely from beginning to finish. And I often go back and watch games over again. He's the most poised quarterback they have. He's the most accurate quarterback they have. Um, and he's seven and zero as a starter. So, or seven and zero. I think he's six and zero as a starter because I don't know if he he started that. He started his second game after Garoppolo got hurt. But he's been fabulous and with with a team that's got that many offensive weapons you just need to distribute the ball and there was a lot of speculation about whether he'd be able to do that but he's done it really really well and you're right today was a really defensively focused game um you got to credit dallas's defense they made it really tough on the 49ers i kind of thought that the game plan that that shanahan had set up for purdy was a little more kind of the type of thing he would have done for um for Garoppolo and a bit of a departure from what we saw last week where he just let him sling it. But, you know, Shanahan makes six, eight million bucks a year for a reason. He's, mm-hmm. He knows how to coach. And so I'm really, really, really happy with the 49ers. I mean, they've been, um, I did not, I mean, they were three and four uh, 12 weeks ago, whatever it was. And I was wondering if this team could make the playoffs. I mean, I knew they had the talent. Uh, it was just a matter of actually playing well and, and getting everybody off. And they had a lot of guys who were injured. So getting guys, getting guys from injury back has been helpful to them. And believe it or not, this, you know, Garoppolo getting hurt was, um, was what's this, what's the silver line? The silver lining is that we got an actual better quarterback. And I mm. kind of feel like the Niners are going into Philadelphia next week. It's going to be a tight game. Philadelphia is really good, but I kind of think that playoff experience is important. I think, Home field advantage is over is oversold. I don't think it really matters that much anymore, and I actually expect the Flyers to go in there and get the win. All right, I like it. I like it. So you're tipping the Forty ers and in a word because we're going to get to the news. Are uh, the Bengals or the Chiefs? I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to go with Joey Burrow. Let's Joey, go. Snow, let's go. Like to call him. Let's go. I like it. Uh, Steve Salisbury, thanks for your time as always, and uh, let's look forward to a big conference championship weekend and beyond. Uh, we thank you for joining us on the run home. Thank you, lads. Appreciate it. That was Steve Salisbury, our NFL expert.